Balls. <laughs> Never gets old, does it? It doesn't. I just think of Ron Burgundy and like Will Ferrell is my like I wouldn't say idol, but I appreciate everything that he does and every movie is p- quite possibly my favorite. Pretty classic. You love elves. Oh, I can quote every single line. Step Brothers is my favorite. Step Brothers, for sure. Or Talladega Nights. Yes. I have something in common with Ricky Bobby. Born in a car. Ricky Bobby was born in a car. Krista Fisher was born in a car. Well, Krista, Krista Martin. Martin was born in a car. That's right. <laughs> so, I am drinking a new wine tonight. Josh is being boring and drinking the same old, same old. But um, it's obviously a Cabernet. This one, it's called Psyche, which I thought was super interesting. But it has blackberry, black cherry. You sure sure that's not Saichai? Saichai? No. (laughs) And it has dark chocolate hints in it. And it's really smooth. Um, And tell them the reason how you... How do you pick your wines, sweetheart? uh, By the labels. And what label does this have on it? Um, it has a flower and flannel. And flannel. Flannel. But it's from Cap, um, California. So, yeah, I thought, why not? Give it a try. That's right. Okay. So, this is a very big topic right now. Huge. Huge. Huge golf fan. Huge. Um, and I hear a lot of people talk about it, but we're going to bring our own unique view on it and experiences um and it's about burnout and also busyness Mm. so what do you think of let's first talk about burnout oh i think of (laughs) big big block chevy with a line lock dude some old mickey thompson smoking them up see i i knew you were gonna say that um and josh is also looking into getting a ram like diesel truck he brought that to my attention today he doesn't know what he's getting no tomorrow it'll be like a i don't know gladiator yeah and then a toyota yaris i go everywhere who knows but he was talking about a diesel truck and i was like oh my gosh so you're gonna be one of those jabronis that not all of them are jabronis but you're gonna be one of those that rolls coal and if you don't know what that is can you explain to some of the listeners what rolling coal means yeah man it's when you delete all that government stuff put on your diesel truck and you up the injector line and then you dump fuel and you just blow black smoke and you make all the prius owners really cry (laughs) and if you just heard our dog is running around like a crazy person squeaking his toy welcome to the world of us yeah and we're not going to edit anything out because this is us but burnout you think of that but no but really burnout i think of people overworking themselves and you know they don't allow self-care time they don't allow time for family they don't care to leave time in there for god or for their spouse they're just so fixated on you know working themselves getting that paycheck you know making that money and they just you know people they say uh, like they get so invested in their career and you know yeah. they just lose track of time and lose track of awareness that they just lose themselves mm-hmm. and i think of burnout like if i can give you a physical picture of it it would be me right now no i'm kidding um it would be me in the past of like <laughs> bags underneath your eyes 
like have cannot function worth a damn you are just overworked beyond belief and it's really real when it comes to um corporate life and I'm that person but it's not talked about in a light that needs to be like there needs to be a time and a place when you work your ass off yes hands down like Mm -hmm. work in the shadows but also there needs to be a little give and take and make use of your time that is appropriate and like I love the whole like you can get something done in 45 minutes regardless like if you just center your focus don't have ADHD and get to work you can finish anything in 45 minutes and some people call it like power hours and bullshit like that but really 45 minute spurts you can crank out a lot of work in that time Mm mm-hmm and, you know, a lot of people will use that, right? The power hour thing, 45 minutes, and then they allow 15 minutes for themselves. Exactly. Before they jump right back into the next thing for the hour. Um, also, prioritizing your to-do list for the mm. day. And say, give yourself five to six things that you need to do for that day. Get those things done. And you know what? If it takes you four or five hours to get those things on your to-do list done, the rest of the day is yours. Yeah. And, you know, at that point then... You can give 110% during those to-do list items. Yeah. But then when you complete them, your day is done and you get to have you time for the rest of the day, which, you know, if people are early risers, you know, if you're on the West Coast and you have a lot of East Coast clients, like you can literally maximize your day because you are already, the time change, right? Three hours behind. You can get your day done by say 12 o'clock here on the West Coast when it's three o'clock, you know, Eastern time. And now you have from 12 until 8, 9 o'clock at night to be with your family, be with your kids, your spouse, go to the gym, have you time, you know, do things that your passion, your hobbies feed into yourself. Yeah. And a lot of people just, instead of being proactive, they're reactive. And, you know, they don't have that type of structure in their life. So they they, they wear this badge of honor of, of the busyness, like a feather in their cap. They, you know, the whole grit and grind and even on Sundays like all this kind of stuff it's you know by put out there by society and it's glamorized yeah and when truly you know you want to go down like a spiritual thing like right God made heavens and the earth on the first six days and on the seventh day the Sabbath he rested yep he even acknowledged the day of rest he even acknowledged that you need to slow down and I'm gonna go on a little tangent here but like (laughs) You know, bring it. Tomorrow is not promised to us. We don't know. Yep. And our time here on earth is limited. Very. So, why would you not want to live your life and do things that you enjoy or be around people that you love? Because you just never know when that's all going to be ripped away and taken from you, maybe unexpectedly, or situations in your life are going to change. Yeah. And you don't want to have any regrets. No and regrets. I'd rather, no regrets. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be the richest guy in the cemetery when I die. No. That is something I'm not very much interested in. I do want to live a comfortable life and I do want to have experiences, which obviously money helps with that stuff. But richness can be your knowledge. It can be your relationship. It can sure. be other things that are not money. Sure. And if you are wealthy financially, how are you giving back? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing with that money? Are you being selfish and keeping it off yourself and having the most 
you know, newest and greatest things, but not letting other people enjoy those with you. Yeah. I'd rather be rich in experiences and relationships and all of that than have the newest and greatest thing. And you have all this money, but you're a really shitty person. Mm -hmm. And you touched on busyness. And I really, really hate the word busy. Busy is bullshit. I wanted to label this busy, like busy is bullshit because it truly is. You're not busy. You just have a full plate right now. Okay. Or are you unorganized and you don't know how to deal with your busyness correctly yeah. and you're overwhelmed? Busyness, business, you know, kind of goes hand in hand. But sure, like you don't want to work a nine to five. You see those like Instagram things and it's like, I don't want to work a nine to five. So now I work 24 seven. But like, I joke about that. But I also like make time for myself because I am the product of like I was burnout mm -hmm. and for I'll talk about my experience of when I was in direct sales and I was working a full-time job and I was going to grad school and I was teaching fitness classes I would use my drive time to call people and make business deals and I would stay up until about 3 a.m. sometimes like writing my thesis or like locking in like the next pay bump or whatever it may have been. I remember those days and I look back. Oh, wait. And I was also taking care of my sick father mm -hmm. at the same time. So add all of that in. Sure, my business was growing, but my relationship with my husband was lacking. It was dying. There's a time when busyness doesn't benefit you. Mm. It only benefits one part of you and another part is going to be slowly dying. So busy is bullshit. Instead, say my plate is very full right now, but you also have to structure in time for yourself. Like if you're a calendar freak like I am, add in time to literally self-care or like this is my shut off time to spend with my husband mm -hmm. now that like we run our own business and i teach classes before josh even gets home and we go to the gym together mm -hmm. like i have structured my day more and optimize it so when you think of your life find like you have all these to-do lists okay optimize it wake up early, get after those contacts, make those business deals in the morning, schedule out, you know, for me in the mornings, I had schedule out my fitness classes or like if it's the first of the month, I know I have to do more and promote more, schedule posts on pages and all of this really fun stuff that people don't talk about in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Like I... Now I'm going on a tangent. Keep going. Because everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, I, I don't like working for the man. But you have to realize that like 7-8% of entrepreneurs actually make it. And then only 1% are super successful. Right. And, you know, I applaud anyone that wants to go out and do their own thing. 
Hell yeah. And I think that's amazing. I think that's why America is so great because we have this opportunity that we can do so. Yet a lot a, a lot of people don't structure in this time for themselves. No. And you know, they spin their wheels for months, for years, and they wonder why their business isn't growing or they wonder why you know, day in and day out, they just, you know, the paycheck's not changing or the clientele's not changing and they're just like, what am I doing wrong? You know, I don't... First off, you're not doing anything wrong. It takes about like three to five years to actually see anything. And as an entrepreneur, you're going to have those ups and downs and you won't see something for three to five years because I hate to break it to you. There's people in the background not rooting for you, mm-hmm. wishing you would fail. That's right. And then as soon as that three to five year hits, oh, they're really serious about this. Yeah, bitch, like what? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't like some like fluke thing. I'm actually doing it, you know? And where I was kind of going with that was, you know, they may be doing the things that they think are right over and over and over again. without seeing any production or any change because those things that they're doing that they think is right may not be the right thing or the healthy things for them and having that time to recharge and having that time to feed back into yourself is so important because you're gonna get burned out you're going to just get exhausted and you know what the first person who's ever going to give up on that idea or that dream or that business is going to be yourself yeah because you know you're gonna just eventually be like, well, this isn't what I thought. You know, th- I'm not going anywhere. What what's the problem? I'm not good enough. Right, I'm not good enough. Then the doubt and all that kind of stuff seeps in. Yep. And if you start to have that structure, and you start to you know take time for yourself or loved ones, you start to have an appreciation for life. But also, you'll recharge going into what you're trying to really do. Yeah. And instead. Of, you know, starting that day and that grind at say sixty percent because you haven't had enough to recharge fully up to a hundred. Mm. Yeah. You know, you'll you'll start the day at a hundred percent because you'll have taken that maybe last couple hours of your day and cut your day shorter with what you're doing and maybe go to your kid's soccer game or, you know, date your wife again or plan that vacation that you always have or spend time with loved ones and you'll see how much that can actually do for yourself yeah i love that and you said something and now you know my adhd brain here um i can't even think of it but when i think of busyness and i mean it, it like i said it's bullshit but i think back to like i'll just say it my father he worked second shift my mom was there all the time she's my bff love her um and my dad was just grinding because one he had to we were lower class we didn't have a lot and he wanted to provide for our family and i see that now but there was also times when he wasn't there because he was working second shift and wasn't at the games I was cheering at and but he would make up for it this is like this is the best part he would make up for it when I would have competitions and he would be there and if you ever met my father when he was alive he was this goofy like 
just, I, I think that's probably where I get it from. But he was just trying to embarrass me nonstop, would wear like Krista's biggest fan, like t-shirt, <laughs> like spray paint it, like literally like the goofiest guy, but he worked so hard for his family mm-hmm. and sure he was busy, but, and wasn't present for some things, he made up for it in so much more. Mm-hmm. And that's where like, busyness i understand the grind uh like i hate hustle hustle is crap too um but there's a time and a place to do it but and if you do it you have to realize that some things will be lacking and you are going to have to prioritize like we said Mm -hmm. of what's truly important so another like analogy of it you might be able to explain the jar thing a little bit better. But it was a professor. I'm sure some people have heard this. And about prioritizing things. And he had a jar. And he had several different sizes of rocks. And asked the students, all right, fit all of these rocks in here. First student comes up, couldn't fit it it's impossible second student comes up i I don't know what i'm doing but i can't fit any of these rocks in here and he said you know you have to place the bigger rocks in your life into this jar Mm -hmm. things like god Mm -hmm. your spouse your kids in this order (laughs) then your purpose or calling not your career your purpose and calling And then everything else around it, the smaller rocks, will take up the room and fit the whole. And the last thing to fit is the sand. And it fills all the little crevices, which is just like all our day-to-day noise, you know, day-to-day. Paying bills, doing this. All that kind of stuff that really doesn't, well, I guess paying bills does matter. Let's be honest. (laughs) But like, you know, you're you're little like scrolling on Instagram or doing like little things like that that aren't really going to feed you but let's be honest it's it's something we all do daily yeah and you know once all those other bigger purposes and bigger commitments are and prioritized items are in there all the little stuff trickles in between and fills those gaps and everything eventually does fit inside that jar but you just have to make sure that those things are put in order and you'll see a difference once you find out that, like, once you put either God or faith or whatever it is that you truly believe in first, and then family. And, you know, we are such a big believer in your spouse comes before your kids. And, and in America, you know, people have kids and they prioritize their kids over their wife. And then they forget to love their wife or they date forget their wife. date their wife. And it's a serious issue because, you know, you're so focused on raising your kids and putting them first, you start to look at each other like strangers. You're just roommates. And you, you've lost that spark. You've lost that love, you know, that lust for each other. And yeah. you can't go through life that way because you don't want to eventually send the kids off to college, empty nesters, and now you're looking at the person who's a stranger. Like, who are you? Like, <laughs> what have we done for the past 20 years? You know, you have to keep that flame going. Yeah. That is so, so important. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that was, you know, back to what Krista was saying. When she was at her height of her busyness and her grind and all this kind of stuff, that was when our relationship really took a turn. And that's where we started the struggle. And it's amazing how she has turned that around. And like she was saying about her daily, you know, day-to-day daily schedule now. Yeah. We have fit our time, together time in that day each and every day because that is so important or you you know you have goals like for us both of us we have fitness goals so you know what you choose to do that fitness goal together by going to the gym together we literally work out together yeah it's a pain in the butt because we have to keep switching weights and stuff like that <laughs> around but you know what i will not take... too much because i have gotten so much stronger and i've gotten so much weaker <laughs> but you know it's it's truly amazing that you can go to the gym and just you know see each other grow yeah in the gym and you know achieve those goals together and be your biggest cheerleader for one another yeah but if i mean if you don't have a spouse too like you also need to put like prioritize yourself because the only person that's going to put you first is you Mm-hmm. Okay, hands down. Don't expect anyone else to put you first. You put you first. Don't be co- codependent on literally anyone because you need to fill your cup up. You've heard this so many freaking times, but it's true. You need to feed into yourself so you can eat. And let's be honest when you complain to somebody else about how busy you are, no one gives no one, a shit. No, no one cares. I like only you care. No one, no one wants to hear that. No one really gives a crap. I if you message me and you're like, but I'm so busy. I'm like, no, you just have a full plate and you don't know how to prioritize everything going on in your life. Right. I just look at it as an excuse. I'm like, wow. Okay, so maybe this isn't the issue of what I'm trying to ask of you. When the issue is not the issue. Right. Maybe (laughs) we need to address. Are you prioritizing your day properly? Yeah. Because there's a lot of times that I find myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything for work. What am I supposed to, maybe I shouldn't say that on here, but I haven't done anything for work. And, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I have to like throw my phone across the room. I don't break it. Um, And I just like get to work. And that's how burnout happens as well you are scrolling on your phone and you're not realizing what's important in front of you go back to discipline our podcast on discipline go back on being relentless like go back on all the podcasts what we talk about Mm -hmm. you need to be so focused and giving a hundred percent in everything you're doing but set time limits Mm -hmm. and Set boundaries too. Right. If you work at home and say you're in a corporate job and you work from home, um, take that lunch, take your breaks, do all of that. We also designed a room, an office space for Krista that she can literally come in, close the door, and this is quote unquote her work. When she crosses that threshold of the door, she's putting on the work right My work hat we work hat hard hat and then like she said <laughs> take your lunch breaks take your breaks you have to literally leave the room that you're in yep. separate that zone from yourself create that distance go have your lunch do whatever you would normally do and then again put your work hat back on walk into that room you have to create because 
what happened is, and we all found this out with 2020 last year with, yes. with figuring all this new work at home stuff, it's so easy to just blend everything together and it all becomes a blur. Oh, I'll do laundry in between calls or I'll do this and that. And yes, that's handy. Yes, that's, you know, you're trying to multitask. I get that. But, you know, the kids are running into your room as you're as into your office as you're trying to work. And you have to create those boundaries because you have to keep yourself disciplined that, no, this is mommy or daddy's work time. Wait, just like if I were to have left to go to the office, this door is closed and you can't come in here unless it's, you know, house is burning down or Susie cut her finger off. <laughs> but, you know. But I think of it as like setting boundaries at work too if you want to talk about burnout this is how it happens you say yes to literally everything you are a yes ma'am yes sir type of person and you don't have boundaries the way people treat you is a reflection of how you allow them if to you're treat a doormat you. and everyone walks on you they'll keep doing it they'll keep doing it and i see so many people and like i cringe I'm just going to stay an extra hour. No, you're not. That work is going to be there. Please, please log off. Or my favorite, I'm just going to work Saturday. Why? Why do you need to work Saturday? You obviously were not prioritizing and disciplined during the week. Mm -hmm. So I understand there's a lot of work, but let me just tell you, it's going to be there when you return. And if you died tomorrow, they would replace you tomorrow. So do not sweat it and use all of the time that you have with your company. And that's that's why you got hired too, right? Mm-hmm. Just enjoy, like, that's why you got hired because right. you get time off, right? right? Yeah. Okay. And you get paid at the same time mm-hmm. while you're off. Mm-hmm. So use that time to take a step back from your busyness, from burnout, and prioritize what is truly important in your life. Mm-hmm. What is your purpose and your calling? And feed into that, damn it. You know, some <laughs> some careers and some jobs will compensation for aggravation, right? They'll pay you. And we've actually talked to a couple couple people that, you know, they they have techie jobs and you know, they make six-figure salaries, you know, good money. They live comfortable. But they're even, you know, saying like, I don't see my family or I'm not around or just I have to take a call at 11 o'clock at night because it's China time and, you know, they're across the world. So it's morning for them. And that's when this call is and I have to stay up or I'm missing my kid's soccer game because I have to, you know, you see these dads and these moms that are on phone calls during their kids games because work's more important than being present and being there for your child like i never want to live that type of life i you know i don't care how good the paycheck is i will i will adjust my means and my my living yep my budget of living to to feed into a healthy family that my kids know that i'm always going to be present i'm always going to love them i will be there and you know again it just comes down to i guess what does your heart want to chase after and my heart doesn't care about material wealth or you know like i said i don't want to be the richest guy in the cemetery when i die but i do want to be wealthy in relationships knowledge experiences you know that kind of stuff and it takes a certain person to acknowledge that and be like you know what maybe the life that i've been living or the career that i've been chasing after i've been working myself to the bone and late nights and you know 
all that kind of stuff at the end of the day is it worth it what are you getting out of it the, yeah. the crazy mansion maybe a nice car that you can't even get to enjoy because you're working all the time screw that in my opinion yeah and technically burnout when you do that and then you get burnout you don't realize it i didn't realize i had burnout until i stopped everything may 2019 and i was like wow i'm really tired right now why am i so tired and then i looked at josh and i'm like we're in new york city and i was like can we just sleep for a little bit like more like i don't have anything going on and i don't want anything going on because at that time i realized my relationship i need to fix this fix the roof before it rains mm -hmm. Focus on your four, four walls and... And I know people are going to be listening to this and being like, well, then how do you expect to be successful and build a business because, you know, all this kind of stuff. Hustle, I'll, hustle, hustle. I'll tell you what smart business people yeah. do. They hire other people to do things for them. So that way they create time for themselves. Yep. And they delegate other tasks and, you know, daily operations yeah. to... They, they hire people to do things. So that way, like I work for a company that is owned by Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, yes, he's present in his companies and stuff, but I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> just chilling. Not do it. He's chilling in his mansion and probably goes to like a board meeting once a week to hear what other people that work for him are doing for his company and for his best interest and make him the money. Yeah. That's how wealthy people become wealthier. Yes. And it's little things like you don't have to be this big wig no. like all this kind of stuff I think this is so silly but we started doing you know groceries and then picking them up do you know how much time that saves and how much time I have back in my day mm -hmm. instead of go it you can call it lazy you can call it whatever you want but I have had so much time in my day mm -hmm. I know a couple people that hire um house cleaners like once a month to like deep clean mm -hmm. honestly i'm not opposed to it because that gives you time back in your day it's these little things that you can remove from your life and with like all of this being said just remember to take care of yourself with burnout and realize that busy is bullshit and change the narrative to just my plate is full right now and find time to create self-care for yourself and also prioritize your tasks and and also yeah. i'm going to add to that list is just become more disciplined and organized in your day yeah. And, you know, if you're the type of person that you just feel like you're working till 7, 8 o'clock at night and then you finally come home and you make dinner or dinner's made by your wife or whatever or spouse, whatever it may be, and then you do is sit on the couch and watch TV till about 10, 11 o'clock and then finally go to bed, maybe by changing your day around and getting up a little bit earlier, getting some tasks done in the morning you're not going to be working so late and then you also aren't going to need, you know, going to bed so late, go to bed a little bit earlier so that way you have the energy, your mind resets. Like sleep is so important, which we could have a whole topic on that, but recovery, sleep, all that kind of stuff, right? We can talk about that. It's so important. And if you don't prioritize or organize your day that benefits you, instead of being 
proactive, you're always going to be reactive, trying to put out the fires instead of being the one that's ahead of everything. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I appreciate everyone that has listened in thus far. This is numero 11. And I'm just so thankful that we started this. And if we can do this, anyone can freaking do this. Let's mm-hmm. let's be real. Um, if you love this, share this with everyone and anyone. Tag us on social media. Well, just me. Um, at Krista Fisher on Instagram. And also Peak Driven with an extra K on Instagram. We would love to hear your feedback And just remember to be relentless in everything that you do. All right. Thanks, guys. Later.